Some of the greatest minds early on were thought to be, well, quite honestly, some of the stupidest people on earth. It always amazes me when I hear stories about people who early on were, were told by teachers and friends and family, you'll never amount to anything. And to be honest with you, it gives me a little bit of hope. And that's where we're going today. Wake the faith up, Slayer Garth Heckman, David Alliance. Thanks for tuning in. Hey, you can reach out to me at tdagiantslayer at gmail.com. Uh, thank you again. Last week was asking for people to give me insight, ideas, topics for the How to Be a Man series that we're running March 26th at our church, Hillspring Church in New Prague, Minnesota, just southwest of the Twin Cities. We will have it live online Tuesday nights. You can also check it out on YouTube at a later date. Or you can just show up if you're in the area. It's for anyone and everyone. You do not have to be a member of the church to attend. It's going to be great. So make sure you check it out. If you want information, you can reach out to me again at tdagiantslayer at gmail.com. So I want to finish up this whole idea on spiritual warfare, um, at least for now. And I want to make it incredibly practical. I think a lot of times... We read scriptures, we dive into scriptures. I love to look at the Greek and the Hebrew. We pull out history, we pull out the nuances. We give a better understanding of, of where Paul was at when he wrote so much of this. But a lot of times it leaves you hanging, like, okay, now what? In, in Mark chapter 1, it's an interesting story. Jesus is in the temple, and the people are amazed because he's somebody who teaches with authority. And there's a demon-possessed guy who shows up. And Jesus cast the demon out, and the, you know, everyone, including the scribes, Pharisees, Sadducees, everyone says, wow, what is this new doctrine that he uses that has authority? And again, a lot of times we look at all of the things, whether it be on wealth or whether it be on, you know, spiritual warfare, whether it be on relationships, and we can very easily look at it as steps we have to take, right? Well, I need to take these steps and do these things. But in Mark 1, the very first few verses, it tells us while well, everyone else was looking for doctrine, that they didn't realize that it came down to the relationship and the intimacy that Christ had. So that's the very first thing you need to understand when it comes to spiritual warfare. Where's your intimacy level at? Now, again, practical. One of the first things you can do as far as getting your head right, because it always starts in your mind, pick five mindsets that limit you. Let me give you some phrases to start with. I will never, or I can't, or I have to, or it will never happen, or God doesn't want me to. See, then take those answers to Scripture and either find Scripture that backs those up or Scriptures that destroy and demolish those thoughts. Again, warfare starts in the mind. You have to control the mind. Second point, and again, very practical, read Scriptures and Put yourself in first person. I'll give you an example, Luke 5. And it happened when Jesus was in a certain city. There was a man full of leprosy. Jesus fell on, or he fell on his face and said, Jesus, if you are willing, you can make me clean. Then he put out his hand and Jesus said, I am willing, be cleansed. Immediately leprosy left him. And Jesus charged him not to tell anyone, but go and show yourself to the priest. However, the report went around concerning Jesus. All the more and great multitudes came together to hear and to be healed by Jesus. Okay, so that's the scripture. But now, 
to really break free of strongholds and where your mind is at, read scripture, but put you in that story. Make it about you because we are supposed to be like Christ. So as it happened, Robert was in a certain city. And behold, a man who was full of leprosy saw Robert, and he fell on his face and said, Robert, if you're willing, you can make me clean. Robert put his hand out and touched him and said, I'm willing. And immediately leprosy left him. Then Robert charged him to tell no one, but go and show yourself to the priest. However, the report went out concerning Robert, and all the more great multitudes came together to hear Robert and to be healed by Robert. So he, Robert, often had to withdraw into the wilderness and pray. Now, if you're Robert or Bob or Tim or whoever you want, when you put your name into Scripture, it's hard to read that without struggling to to say, I need to be there. I want to be there. I want that to be about me. I do this a lot. And no, I don't read scriptures like, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except by Garth. You know you have to stand on theological ground about the acts of the Spirit and how God operated through the Holy Spirit. But the point is this. We oftentimes, too many times, we read scripture and we don't understand that it's not just about thinking about things. Even the scribes and the Pharisees and the Sadducees, when they taught in the temple, they knew the Old Testament. They had to have the first five books of the Bible memorized just to be a Pharisee or a Sadducee. And many of them had even more of the Old Testament memorized. It wasn't knowing it. It was believing that it was for them. Knowing the New Testament isn't the same as having your, the spirit of your mind renewed So you believe that the New Testament is about what you can do. Remember, we are to go into all the world and preach the gospel, to cast out demons, heal the sick, lame to walk, blind to see, baptizing them in Jesus' name. So read scripture and put you in that place. Third, run your thoughts by biblically strong friends. Run your mindsets, your limitations, your failures, your I can't, I won't, it never will happen. Run those by friends who have a strong biblical mindset and let them tell you whether you're on or you're off i can't say it enough if you want to succeed in business you better hang around successful business people if you want to succeed in your spiritual walk you better hang around successful spiritual people you know who they are find them be friends with them take them out for coffee but make it a habit finally monitor all your input What goes into your mind? What do you see on your phone, on your computer, in the music, on the radio, on the TV? What do you watch on Netflix or Hulu or Amazon Prime, all the different crap channels that are out there? What do you put into your head? What do you put into your eyes? What do you put into your life, your spirit? Those are either training you to be a spiritual warrior or to be a spiritual wet dish rag, a wimp. You know, I don't know if you know the story about Thomas Edison, but... He comes home from school, he says, my teacher gave me a note and told me only to give it to my mother. So his mother begins to read it, she begins to bawl. She tells him, well, the teacher said that the school's not smart enough to teach you, so you have to be taught at home because you're too brilliant, you're too bright. Years later, Thomas Edison found out that that's not what the note said at all. It said he was the dumbest kid in class and had to be taught at home. But his mom was smart enough to know what to put into his mind. May you be just as smart. Garth Heckman, David Alliance, keep slaying giants.